In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiore. The time has come again. The champion must Defenders, and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast and mine. It's Defend Your Movie. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Andrew Fiore, along with my other co-host, the uh, well-coiffed, the well-dehirsute, the newly t-shirted, Mr. Yes. Sean Donnelly. Yes! Hello there, everybody. Hello, Defenders. Thank you for checking in with us and listening to another episode of Defend Your Movie. I'm so glad to be here. We have such a great episode planned. I'm actually... Big I, episode. I gotta be honest. I think the ones that we're like, I'm emotionally involved with <laughs> and that you are and that we yeah, really yeah. get into it are Seriously. the ones that are the best. And I am like... I'm like a ra- I'm like a racehorse waiting to get out of the gate. Like on this one, as far as the opening thing that we're talking about and the meat and yeah. potatoes part of the podcast. <laughs> uh, and yes, I'm newly t-shirted, like Andy said, because I I came to meet him where we we're recording, and I'm swe- I sweat so much that our friend gave us gave me a, a t-shirt <laughs> to wear. That was so- I thought you got caught in the rain. Oh, that was sweat. <laughs> oh, no, that wasn't the rain. I didn't, I didn't rain until I got in here. I didn't know it was, I didn't, it was perspiration. Oh, no, but literally, it was like down on my belly button and sweat. It was like, you know what it is? I sweat like somebody who works out. <laughs> if you look at my sweat amount, you'd be like, wow, this guy's really trying. It's like, no, you're trying to catch a bus. That's it. So anyway, uh, let's fine. let's welcome our guest for the day, Andy. Uh, our guest, a uh, very funny comedian. You might have seen him on uh, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Uh, please give it up for the very funny Stephen Rogers. Hey, everybody! Thank you. I, I am just, uh, also a racehorse on this one. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me for the main part of the podcast. Oh, why yeah. we invited you? Oh, in. can't okay. wait. Okay, perfect. Uh, before we get into before it, real we quick, get to that, thank you, uh, everybody. Uh, we did last. Two weeks, Stephen. We did. Uh, we celebrated twenty years later, the year nineteen ninety nine in cinema. You might have been seven years old at the time. I have no idea. How. Uh, Actually, let's really do it. How old were you? I was. Uh, I was born in ninety two. So yeah, yeah. Seven years. You got I just it. took a random step yeah. in the dark. You're, you did great. You killed it. Um, so but, that was a big year for movies. A lot of great movies just happened to be made that year. What, what did you have? Well, there you have your American Beauty, Magnolia. Uh, Galaxy Matrix. Quest. Matrix. Oh, yeah, okay. a lot of Galaxy Quest was a big one for Almost me. too many to name off the top of my head. I know there's an embarrassment of riches for the year 99. But uh, we thanks to like everybody. Uh, you guys seem to love it. And I, I love when we like you know go off to defend this versus defend that grid. Oh, and so do, do I. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you guys were a, a lot of Twitter uh, support. And you guys had some awesome opinions. So uh, thank you guys for that. Uh, it, it, it's cool that when you guys uh, love something that we love to do, it makes it even more worth it. So uh, we are going to get back into the uh, swing of things this week. we got a big, big matchup. What we've Absolute. been talking about for years. Absolutely. And also, uh, but we have something to talk about. We both did our homework for the movie, for the podcast. We both did our homework, but maybe even before that, oh, uh, yeah. we now have a release date for The Irishman. 
with. Ah. Uh, this, this, yeah, like three of my favorite things today we're talking about. That. <laughs> yes, it's, you're right. It's a big day in movies. Um, the trailer was released today. What did you think of the trailer? Loved it. You love the trailer. Yeah, it's like classic Scorsese almost immediately. Everything and about this movie is is, is quality. Did you watch the Irishman trailer? I haven't seen it. Everything's quality. Everything, just, the way it's, like, everything, it looks amazing. I, I didn't realize Steven Zalian wrote it. Who, like, if you look at his, his pedigree, he wrote, like, think about any big movie he, like, wrote he hit in the past 20 years. Not any big movie, but he's, like, legit. Where I don't think you can really, it can, I don't think it can be bad. Because one of the best right. things everybody's wondering. Everybody's wondering, will it bomb? Will right. it be terrible? Well, are these guys past their prime? Is this just a, a hacky thing to do to get people to watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And the bottom line is, when you put this much talent together, uh, I don't know. It's at least going to be good. I think. Well, it's and be good. The source material is great. I heard you paint horse. Uh, I heard you paint horse. I heard you paint houses. Yeah, uh, is the, one of the greatest mafia books. You know, crime organization, whatever you want to call it. Uh, pieces of literature that are out there in the genre. So yeah. based on that, and you know, it's just got that lore about it. I love Hoffa lore. I love mafia. You know, I love that time, and it's just feels like there's nobody better to do that than Scorsese with De Niro, mm-hmm. Pacino, Pesci. He's got. I mean, we need to win. We need to win yeah. for these guys. Did you, know, oh, yeah. did you know Jim Norton plays Rickles? Yes. How great is that? Yeah. <laughs> I hope. I heard. I hope it doesn't get cut. But like Ray Romano's in it. Sebastian Maniscalco plays Crazy Joe Gallo. It's just like really. There's. I have so much already built up. I really hope it delivers. Wow. I think. I think it will. I and think I, so too. I think. I think it'll be great. But uh, like, let's be honest. Like, we need another epic yeah. thing from this time. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I love Goodfellas. I love. I love Casino. You love. I know you love Casino. I love it. Love it. Um, so what I want is like, you know, you want another like what you know Scorsese for. Just one more of those. Yeah. Just one more of like, oh, this is so freaking cool. And like, like just a, like iconic scenes yeah. that like you'll be like, that you can quote with your, like, or people who are younger than us can quote with their it's, friends. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I love Gangs of New York, but it's, like this just feels right, you know. Even from the trailer, like just just feels like Scorsese. You know oh, absolutely. I mean? Where and like you could have told me a different director was Gangs of New York, and I would be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas long, where if you were like, oh yeah, it's Scorsese, I would like, yeah, okay, I can see it, but it's not necessarily a. All right, so put it this way: Gangs of New York is Steven Zalian. He wrote right, that yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. and it's written great. Oh yeah. But I think having this time period is like this is when he grew up. This is when Scorsese grew up. This is when he was. Absolutely. In, this is when apparently Scorsese was so sickly as a kid, he would just be in his room, just um, with his imagination and watching kids play, watching his neighborhood, and and then and probably just becoming the creative genius that he is today. So. And this is the time period it was going on. The whole Goodfellas time period was right. that time period. So this would be perfect. This is perfect. Perfect timing. A perfect time era for a movie for him to make. Man. I, I was just stoked when I heard about the lineup. And I didn't know the trailer came out today. So yeah. I'm, and what's the release date? I, I didn't even notice that. September 27th. Oh, that's not that long away. No. Yeah. Really. That'll be right, right into your house, Steven. Oh, yeah. Netflix, baby. I think I might go see it on the big screen, though. I, I, I will. All right, we gotta go. Uh, yeah, we'll go. Okay. Oh no, no, no. I will 100 percent go see on the big yeah, screen. I, I get I'm just it. saying, if you want to see on a Netflix, you can do that. <laughs> well, you know me. Lately, I've just you know I wait till things come out at home and sit in the comfort of my couch. Of yeah. course. But uh, I went to the movie theater last night, and this segues uh, perfectly because one period piece maybe to another. Uh, Shawnee and I both saw our. We talk about it all the time. The very highly anticipated. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. 
I, we didn't talk to each other about it. <laughs> we, we didn't talk to I, I don't know what you thought about it. Well, I don't know. Do you want to do it this way? Steven didn't see it. He right. doesn't care what we say about yeah. it. He's saying, what, I want to, should we do go cold with what he's heard about okay, it? And, sure. And see if we agree or not? Yeah. What have you heard about, you've not seen it. I have not seen you it. You know Tarantino pretty well. You I know do. The, yes. I like Tarantino. Yeah, he's great. I like him a lot. He's amazing. Uh, I won't see it. I'll wait for it to come out. Okay. Because I've heard too long. I've heard bad dialogue, and I've heard only the last half hour is exciting. Yeah, they pretty much nailed it. Pretty much. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. I don't. I struggle with this, and this is this is where I'm chomping at the bit. With the, with the, with the meats and potatoes, I'll be chomping as well. But with this, I struggle because Tarantino, the guy, if if what everybody is saying is true about, well, not everybody is saying, but. A couple of friends of ours, Joe mm-hmm. List, yeah, Dan St. Germain. St. Germain said it was just plain bad. He was don't even go see it. And I'm like, well, I'm going to see it. I, you're not, I'm not going to not see it. I don't, you know. And then I went and saw it. I'm like, I don't want to just be the guy who comes out and says, it's too long. Uh, nothing happens. Uh, this like That seems like these critiques that... I'm like, wouldn't Tarantino know that? Like, not, like, literally in the movie, nothing happens for an hour and a half. Like, it's 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 yes. a, very slow for an hour and it's a half. A slow burn. But wow. if you're a Tarantino and you're a student of film and you are the guy who made Pulp Fiction, which is one of the most exciting things ever, or Reservoir Dogs, or or even Jackie Jackie Brown is good. It's 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 at least it's fun to watch, and it has that Tarantino esque universe language vibe. Whatever you want to call it, the uh, je ne sais quoi of Tarantino. <laughs> well, what makes just Tarantino the film a Tarantino thing. film? What? What makes a Tarantino film a Tarantino? Yeah, film? which yeah. I think of as like um, I like uh, kind of like the cool crime underworld crime yes. language, uh, the monologues, the b- amazing back and forth, amazing dialogue yeah. back and forth, and just straight up monologue by one character to a bunch of others in the thing. These are all standbys. The campiness, the maybe maybe the terms that are used, the shot. Uh, Interesting shots, uh, the, the 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 gore, the, the violence, the bloodiness, like yeah, just, the, yeah. the, the, just being raw, but a raw movie that has a lot of character and a lot of point of view and a lot of like that's Tarantino, like that's Tarantino. That's why when I saw Inglorious Bastards, I was so excited because Inglorious Bastards, you can tell it's Tarantino, but it's it's a upper echelon Tarantino. I think it's a better he made a better movie in Inglorious Bastards as far as like he switched it up. It's not straight up Pulp Fictiony or Reservoir Dogs or whatever it is. So when it comes to this movie and you're that guy and if you're self-aware how are you making this movie that's my question okay because interesting I can't watch it and not go yeah everybody's right it's too it's the beginning But so what I think it is is like I think it's this weird fantasy thing that he had Seriously, go ahead sorry I'll, go ahead no yeah. no I'll chime in when you're done because I have it, an answer you to know what I think you know what it got to me is at the end at the end when so that basically for people who don't know is a spoiler coming spoiler right, now. right now turn spoiler it, skip ahead about 10 minutes it's Basically, Tarantino's reinvisioned idea of what happened with the Sharon Tate murders. He injected these two characters, these cool Hollywood characters, into it. One's a washed-up action cowboy movie star. The other is his stunt double, who may or may not have killed his wife, but probably did. Right? Who's cool movie characters? It is. It's Cliff's movie. It's Cliff's movie. Cliff's it movie. is. Well, that's that's apparent. And that's fine. That's kind of a cool thing to switch the focus. I'm fine with that. That's like No Country for Old Men. The main you think the main character is Josh Brolin? It's not. It's Tommy Lee Jones, right. which was supposed to be. So it's kind of cool when they do that, the, who, who, the, who the antagonist is, or the protagonist, whatever. So, 
when it comes to this movie, uh, uh, that's what it is. It's his re-envisioned fantasy about what I think what he would wish would have happened. Because this is his sure, thing. Sure. His newest thing is. Oh no! It's revenge the same way porn. with Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. It's the they kill they kill Hitler in the theater. It's his revisionist history of <laughs> Django how Unchained. They they, right, they, they yeah. get the thing. So. Now his new genre, instead of doing just camp, it's camp revenge porn for a, a disenfranchised group or for for just just a movie starlet that, that he but loved when he was a kid or something. Yeah, well, here's, I don't know what the point of it was. So this is my take. It was definitely uh, – here's the thing. I don't mind the length of the movie, but it the slowness, the pace got to me. I don't mind the length either. Because – you were just waiting. Here's it's his love letter to what he thinks is the greatest period of his life. I think. I think you're right. And, and also you watch, Los Angeles if, and Los the Angeles. If here's what I loved about the movie: it had Tarantino's ability to make real life references, but also meld them into his universe. There, you know, there are Musso and Franks. They've got the uh, the westerns and the actors that portrayed those kind of cowboys. At that time, all that felt perfect and right. It was just, okay, where are we going with this? It was just a lot of buildup before you got to the meats and the potatoes of the actual story. Now, you get a lot of background on Rick Dalton, and you get a lot of not really background on his stuntman Cliff, but it's really it, you, right away you kind of feel like it's Brad Pitt's movie who plays the stuntman, and that's fine. There's great, you know, his fantasy scene about him beating up Bruce Lee is amazing. You know, like yeah. that's when I was like, okay, here we go, we're starting to get it. But then, it's wait, just, what do you mean his fantasy scene? Okay. Remember when he gets hired? When oh, he fights yeah. Bruce Lee, and it just goes back to him on the roof. That's yeah. just, that was a fantasy that he had that he actually got hired. Oh really? Yeah, that never actually happened. Remember, because he goes back, he just it cuts back to him on the roof, and he went, eh, "Yeah, probably," or something like that. <laughs> it was just a made-up thing. Oh, okay. I'm an idiot. I thought that was what happened on a previous <laughs> job. No, no. See, I just didn't get that. You're, all right, all right, cool. Yeah, that's uh, a great scene, by the it's way. It's a really great scene, and uh, so it's uh, got me off track. Oh, sorry, I where sorry. I was going. But uh, oh, yeah. Either way, I guess I liked it. I walked out of there going. I liked it. And I don't know if that was because the last part of it is so great. And let's face it, it's awesome how it ends. The last couple scenes and the last half hour, 45 minutes are great. It, because yeah, here's the thing. Because, I love, it's because you're giving release and you're being entertained. So it's almost like somebody's withholding something for you for two hours. Uh, and then they go, yeah. all right, now you can be entertained. You're like, ha, ha, ha. And that's Pavlovian. what I'm saying. I don't know if it was because of that. Yeah. But I also love. But it was cool. Don't get me wrong. I also love Charles Manson lore. I love, like, cult culture. And I love that kind of stuff. And, like, a lot of that stuff rang true. The George Spahn rant. Like, that was all kind that's of true, true, too. But they didn't. So, it's very peripheral, though. It's, it is. That one scene when he goes to visit the ranch, best scene in the whole. Probably best one of the best scene. I think movie. was starting even when he picks up the uh, the girl out Andy McDowell's kid. Did you know that a lot of uh, oh is that who that is? A lot of children of actors in this movie. Really? Yeah. Oh. You had Dakota Fanning, which doesn't really count, but she was squeaky from. Yeah. Uh, Andy McDowell's kid uh, played the hitchhiker. Uh, you had uh, Kevin Smith's daughter in there. You had uh, Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurma's kid. She played uh, Linda Kasabian. Um, so they had, he put a lot oh, of I know that. Uh, up and coming young actors from famous actor parents in the movie. Well, I'll tell you this much. I just think that what I think happened, if I had to guess, and I, 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 I. I wouldn't put anything past Tarantino. I think that he knows what he's doing. Oh, absolutely. But, but unless he's, but it's, it might, if it's self-congratulatory and masturbatory to make this thing, 
the way that he made it. I'll tell you why. Because it, I think what he was trying to do was a crescendo to the tension, and the tension breaks yeah. when the murder the murder scene finally it's happens. It had a lot of... So, but when he hateful was, Eight in it. Uh, what? That's it what had, I heard, It too. was Hateful Eight without... Uh, but uh, I don't think... I think Hateful Eight was written better. I think it was written better as well. I think it really was. And uh, on top of it, I think that um, you have the buildup of him getting to the point where... Uh, on top of it, his the editing. Joe List brought up editing. He goes, "This is a great movie by a guy who doesn't know how to edit." Well, his longtime editor died. Thought, yeah, she died. It was Sally Mankey, right? Mankey. Right. So, hatefully, she wasn't alive for either. Was she? Was she? I don't know. And it's too long. I don't think she was alive for that. Mm. And this editing is crucial. Yeah. Editing is as important as directing a movie. Dude, I, it, it's insane. The pace didn't bother me as much because it had the dialogue and it had the action within. Not late. So it didn't build up to a release. She could have found a much better three-hour movie within the footage they probably took for this movie. No, that's she, what I mean. I'm talking about uh, Hateful Eight. I'm, talk, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Hateful Eight had those moments where you're like, it, it, more satisfactory moments along the way yes. rather than just one big build-up. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what I'm saying is that in this movie, who knows what, she, what, what the original editor could have yeah, done. I agree. There's it's a very, lot of... It's almost like you're just following them for their day. I didn't There's need 30 Sharon second Tate's... shots of them driving down the 101 in L.A. So I'm like, oh, this is just like you lived in L.A. for 30 years at this point. This is just your love of this time period, like you said. Yeah, minute shot of him feeding his dog. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Painstakingly. Oh my God. Yeah. I didn't need to see Sharon Tate going to see herself at the movies. I don't understand what the point of that was. Like it was just it's her the, going to see therein lies herself. It's the fantasy. It's the fantasy. It's the it's the it's the once upon a time part of this thing. Yeah. That's crucial to what this movie is. So the whole idea, because even if you listen to the music that's playing behind them when they're going to do these things, it's all very storybook and dun, 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 like dun, 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 dun. it's well, very like actually very really dreamlike. It's very with dreamlike. A lot of pop music from that, and you, that which is another cool thing, which is why I say it was a love letter to the stuff he likes. You had the DJs. You had the music of the time. You had uh, the restaurants. You had the neon signs. You had the everything that Hollywood Hills and Sunset Boulevard and all that stuff was. Yeah, was really, his love letter to all that stuff, and he made it. It was almost like he concentrated too much on that and got away from the story. Yeah, and then I don't know, but by the end, I don't know. I got to watch it again because, well, as it tends to happen with me and Tarantino, I'll miss things. I'll go back and I'll find little things I love. A lot of times this happens with me and the Coen brothers sometimes where I'll go back and on the repeat viewings I'll find little things that I just go, no, oh, I didn't totally. see that the first time around and I can't believe I missed that and I loved it. Like You didn't even realize it was you know like a fantasy like thing. Yeah. It's like little I said the same thing where I was like, oh, I, w- I want to rewatch it. I'll probably, yeah, I don't know if I'll go back to the theater again. No, but, no. But uh, I do remember looking at my watch and going, Okay, oh. I see where we're at. See, I, wow. never, I never did that, but I, but I, when I was sitting there, he was waiting, 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 waiting for something to happen. And the first thing I remember being like, "Oh, that was entertaining." Was and the Bruce Will, the Bruce Willis, the Bruce Lee uh, fantasy scene, which was cool. But it was also like, yeah, you, you didn't even need that, but yeah, that was cool, whatever. But let's, you know, you you liked it probably better than I did. I think maybe it sounds like a little more. All right, let's get on to the meat and potatoes part of the <laughs> podcast. This is also another biggie, and why we have our friend Steve here. Uh, huge fan. Huge. Huge fan. Big I'm fan a huge of fan of Steve, as well as Steve's a huge fan of what we're talking oh, about today. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Thank a big you. matchup. Uh, Andy, you want to tell everybody what the matchup is? Sure. One we've talked about for a long time on this podcast. It is two movies within the same franchise. The first movie of the Indiana Jones franchise, Raiders of the Lost Ark versus 
what we all thought should have been the final movie yeah. of the franchise, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Now, me and Sean both go down in history as huge crusade guys, and Stephen, you are even a crusade guy too, but you said, for the good of the podcast, I'll defend Raiders and tell you why that's a great movie <laughs> yes. as well. What a trooper this kid is, yes. huh? So that is the matchup and the meats and potatoes for the day. Raiders versus Crusade. And can you give me um, a little bit of background on why you're such a huge fan of yeah. for the regular reasons, or do you have something from your past that kind of tunes you in with these movies? I like, would say it's the first movies I fell in love with, like obsessed as a kid, like wanted to be him. <laughs> uh, my dad introduced me to the movies and made me watch them in order. Oh, he did. He wouldn't let me watch Good him dad. out of order. So he had so those the first three, first three. Temple of yeah, this in the was. Middle. I saw the uh, the fourth in theaters like first day out of my mind, excited. <laughs> yeah, that's how diehard I was at that point. Well, as a side conversation, what is your opinion on on Crystal Skull? Because me and Andy were talking about yesterday, it's not as bad yeah, as people say. Not it. as I don't hate it. I don't hate it. There's just a couple of things in there that's like this makes it silly. There's it's, a couple. It's also, uh, the Temple of Doom sucks too, but it's because you're matched up against yes. two other great movies. I'll, yeah, I'll agree with it's that hard to sure. compare. I don't know why Temple of Doom always gets a pass from everybody. It's not a great Indiana Jones movie. Uh, it's probably the most racist one. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. <laughs> but I love how short round. That's, that's, that's the monkey brains one, right? That's, yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 that's Temple short round, and it's just... Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't think of short round. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right, I, love, Indy. <laughs> I love... That's, that's Data, right? Is that yeah, data, data from yeah, the Goonies? Yeah. yeah. I love uh, the beginning with Lao Shea, uh, where he he shows up, and he, he has the uh, the diamond. Yeah. And uh, the like hiding behind the gong when it's being shot with the machine gun. Like, that that first scene of Temple of Doom is is, is awesome for me. I yeah, love, it just gets crazy. It kind of yeah. gets out of hand with you know the slave children and everything. Yes. And, uh, right, right, right. Just, yeah, it's 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 in it's sandwiched between two great movies. I, I, I totally agree. And yeah. so when you so you saw Rangers the first obviously, and then you saw yes. Temple of Doom, and then you saw Last Crusade. Yes, and then you decided after that you're like I'm a Last Crusade guy, diehard Crusade guy. Yeah, I I for my thing is this. It's funny because they team him up with somebody each movie. So you had him and Day there, him and Rat. Was it Short Round? Short, Short round. round, which even sounds racist. Yes. But I guess it's not. It's not. Is it? Is it racist? I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? But I'm just saying. Nah, it's funny. That's fine. It's, 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 it takes place <laughs> in the fifties. I mean, <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't. It takes place in the forties. Well, the fifties uh, is 36. Crystal Skull. Oh, yeah. oh, 36. First one's thirty-six. All right. Well, sure, okay, so then the next one, Temple of Doom. I don't know. 40s. Yeah, maybe because you definitely got the uh, and you had Last Crusade, late forties, and then yeah, you had fifties. Is, is it, it post World War Two? Well, no, well not Last Crusade because you had Hitler right at his yeah. peak. Yeah, I guess so. You're right. So it's right, another, right in the middle. That's what I mean. As far as like the silliness, you can kind of base. I think you can base the slime of humanity. <laughs> oh man, you can base the how good one of them is by like the silly the silly scenes in it. And Crystal Skull. Not that we're going to talk about that too much, but they had that monkey scene where like Shia LaBeouf is like yeah. swinging with the monkeys. Oh. Yeah, and so like chasing after the Nazis, and the monkeys are helping him. But, like, they don't attack him, but when they get to the Nazis, they attack the Nazis, the monkeys. They're Russians. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, oh, the Russians. I'm sorry, the Russians. Not the Nazis. Not the Nazis, the Russians. Yeah. They attack the Russians. Yeah. But why? <laughs> That's my point. I thought, when I first saw it, 
he was going to be afraid of monkeys like his dad's afraid of snakes because his oh. grandpa's afraid of rats. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I thought, that's okay, that's his thing. He's going to be afraid of monkeys. But then he teams up with the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, and he's not afraid of anything. Not afraid of it. There should have been. He should have been afraid of something. Okay, so that's a great jumping off point for why uh, Last Crusade is the best movie of the franchise. You first start with a young, well, not a young, I guess he was always kind of young, uh, yeah. River Phoenix was a young indie. You yeah. get to see a young indie for the first time. That's a cool sequence. And that's a cool... You, you find out where he gets the hat. And you, uh, yeah, you find out the origin of the hat, and then you, it just, it does a beautiful jump cut to uh, oh, the, uh, I forget, whatever the cross is. Uh, 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 I can't think of the... Uh, which one is belongs it? in a museum. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're on the ship. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like Cordoba him, or something yes, like that. Yes. Yeah. Him raising his head and smiling with the blood coming it's from... So great. Oh, I love that scene <laughs> well, so, so much. And that uh, goes a lot of people's first introduction to Indiana Jones, obviously in Raiders, is the very famous, the weighted scene where he's got the bag of sand. Yes. And he's trying to get the idol. Well, that's off. the... Yeah. And then you've got that whole... Uh, and it's a young... Um, Steven, give me the actor. Har- Harrison? No, no, not Harrison Wait. Ford. The uh, his like guide who uh, oh Doctor Octopus yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Alfred Molina Alfred yes. Molina yeah is yes. it really yeah yes. young Alfred Molina oh that's so fun I didn't realize that yes it's so great he's an Englishman and he plays this Spanish guy <laughs> to hear him say Senor is just so funny to oh, me Jesus it's Christ. so yeah I think his. Introduction in that where you got the guy pulling the gun on his back and he turns around and whip takes you get the great shot with yeah, the whip. You introduced to the whip. And then you got the smoke behind him as he walks from out of the shade and you see here's Indiana Jones. Like that's a great introduction. That's a great introduction. And then the players start the plane. I mean I'm not well, gonna die. I love Raiders too, but I love Crusade more. I'll give you my reasoning. It's like one of those things I think where Crusade's <laughs> opening is a better one. You find out the origin of the whip in the Crusade with the lion. Yeah, right. but there's there's the easy argument of none of that's cool unless you've seen. That's a, fair enough. I, I'm going to say fair yeah. enough. I'm fair admitting enough. that's an easy argument for me to make anyone okay. to make. All that's right. a good point. That none of that's cool. You won't care you about find. it unless you already know because in action yes. you've seen this guy. Like you don't think the, him getting the scar from the whip on his chin is cool unless you know yeah, Indy's yeah, yeah, got yeah. that scar on his chin. Right. Right. Exactly. But. That's an easy. I'll. I won't even take that as a win. <laughs> I will say this. So easy to make. Steven is so excited. I can tell by his body I language. Love these movies. When he's talking about the movies, he's so excited. I yeah. love they're them great, man. so they're, much. They're great. I was like, if you want to go overall, that's the reason why I say Last Crusade is because by the time they got there, they were making them better. Like, because you can put that as like, if you put the first Star Wars and people say Empire Eight Strikes Back, I believe eighty one and eighty nine. Yeah, okay. big difference. But also like, I, oh, you know, think about it this way too. Last Crusade. Well, people don't mention this. Like it's a sequel. Sequels are supposed to be worse. And, and true. And you have people will admit that Last Crusade is as good or better than that's so uh, yeah. uh, Raiders and Lost. I've come close. I've come close to fistfights with my friends oh. over the set of this movie. <laughs> I'll say this: the formula they they went back to the like Crusade just went and made uh, Ra- took Raiders formula because it's an expert. They went in over his head with the Nazis, but the and Crusade is just this time it's his, it's closer personal wise because it's his father. Yeah, but Raiders it was it was uh, Ravenwood. They were, yep, he yep. was this huge expert on the Ark, and then the oh, Nazis yeah. take you know they they need the the staff of Rawhead. Uh huh. So 
And also, I would say that uh, they teach you the history of the uh, artifact better in Raiders. It's not as boring as it is in Crusade. Yeah, because... And well, yeah, I don't know about that. In Crusade, there's parts of it that remind me of National Treasure, which I think was what National Treasure was going for. Yeah. And then they were just trying well, to... That's, the, yes. That's these like, movies definitely influence... Oh, I see. I think the... Archaeology. I think the coveted goal is better. I think the Holy Grail is better than the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, I agree. Oh, same here. I think it's a better wise. story. Treasure-wise, yes. But, like, the... Uh, I, th- I always remember being... Bored during the crusade part where he's they're talking about the history more than I was when they talked about the Ark because you have the idiot FBI agents who are antsy and then like I just didn't like the villain as much as the one in crusade like talking with Indy it didn't get interesting to me until the father's brought up yeah okay that's my well yeah yeah I guess uh, you thought yeah, you thought uh, Raiders was interesting right away. Well, you can't that the first scene you're like this guy's great. Yeah, <laughs> I, w- I would also argue <laughs> the music kicks in. The booby traps are better in in Raiders. I think I give you that. I'll absolutely give you that. There's yes. really not that many booby traps in Crusade. No, but it's like these There's weird puzzles th- that he has. Yes, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. They're like, but it's such cool. It's so cool. I you know what it is. Also, I think. That the Hitler scene to me, oh, I remember thinking is being one it, of my favorites. It's so one great. of the best things that, ever. I think Crusade is is has the more adult humor for it. Like it's just got that like he takes the Grail Diary, but he actually oh, signs God. it. As far as the turn goes, like when you first saw that, like you can't think of it now because you've seen it so many times. But remember when you first saw that. I don't think you thought of the humor. Part. I think right, the humor right, was right. added. I think the I think the turn worked. I think it was like, oh and shit! That, like, a, you, another <laughs> great simple joke is just the uh, him bashing, trying to find the tomb of Saint Peter, and just bashing in the library. And the old guy, the old Italian, oh, the stamp? just stamping <laughs> yeah, it, and it just stamp. looks at the stamp when he does it again. Well, so when the Nazi gets on the Hindenburg and he, and he goes, yes. and he, and he throws oh, them off. Got, no, no ticket. T- of course, they all bring classic. out their tickets. Oh yeah, it's great. A funnier movie. And then. Marcus Brody. Brody's oh, fantastic. Who he's got in both movies. But I would, I mean, obvious argument, Brody kills it in Crusade. And the only thing I thought that Brody does that's funny in Raiders, and you have to really pay attention, is a student puts an apple on, on Indy's desk after the class is over, and Brody steals it. <laughs> that's it. No, Brody's got a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of great Mar- uh, Brody. And I the said Brody stuff is very cartoonish. Because the Brody stuff is like when, well, the guy with the Fez, what's his name, uh, who's supposed to be watching out for Brody? Oh, Sala. Like, Sala. And he brings, puts him on the truck, and that's the Nazi. Yeah. Truck yeah. The yeah. That's like out of a Warner Brothers cartoon. Oh, really so great. And speaking of which, it's kind of a similar scene, which I will give Raiders points for on this one, is when you have the swordsman comes out and just does all the, yeah. that the show, and then Indy just shoots him. That it might was, be the best. You know, you know that was improv. Yep. I heard, you know why? He, he was, was sick. sick. Yeah. He was sick, and it, I'm like, and you think about it, that's so, that that's who Indy is. He's not this guy that's going to fight a guy with a sword for a half hour. Yeah. He's a guy that's like, I'm going to find the easy, easiest way right out of this fight. Absolutely. That's one of those things that just worked out perfectly. It's so It's, it's like so the indie. Jaws shark being mechanically yeah, yeah, defunct. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, this works so much better. Yeah. Like that's, that, you know what? That scene might, that's Raiders, right? Yes. Yes. That yeah. might be the best scene as far as the, the comic relief goes yeah. in the thing, like we, I think we can go, get it down to categories when it comes to these movies. I think as far as the comic relief goes, that's the hands down the funniest thing 
in, 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 in Raiders, in a, in a, in Raiders versus sure. Last Crusade. No, but I'm saying as far as in an indie oh. movie, that and that's one, of, and that's the funniest thing. That I think when, when you put that and the Hitler thing up against each other, well, that's the scene for sure. That yes, it beats Hitler uh, for me. But that's the Same scene here. where you're like, oh. Indiana is just a real guy. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, That's the yeah, realest yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. And even nod to it in Temple of Doom when there's two guys with swords that come at him and he goes, he smiles and reaches for his gun, but he lost it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're like, that's such an influential scene. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> and it's also the thing where it's like, a lot of movies would have just had him do the same thing. Yes. But they were like, no, let's get him even more fucked. All right. Third one, on the tank, there's three Nazis in a row, and he shoots through all three of them, and yep. he's like, yep. shocked. Yeah. But even that, it's like, you're just, it is similar to how great that scene was. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go better. Uh, there's always a female side character, Dr. Schneider or Marion Ravenwood. <sighs> Oh, Marion Ravenwood. Yeah. I mean, that, yes. That's, uh, that that's, that's Karen Allen. Karen Allen. You can't yes. be Karen Allen. I don't even know Dr. Schneider's real name. No. Yeah, but also, Karen Allen didn't turn on him. Dr. Schneider turned on him. Okay. Right. And, but then she, like, but then she doesn't, at the end, does she come back? The end, she... She tries to. She goes, you know, we could have it all indie, you know? We, yes. She, she gets yeah. greedy for the grill. But Ravenwood, you know, she's like, Let loves his life. I could do Sean Connery all day. <laughs> but but also, all. she... She's a Nazi. Uh, she's a Nazi. Marion uh, also fends for herself. She's like one of the first yeah, female characters yeah. I remember in an action movie where you get the drinking contest. Yep. You got she steals the knife in the in the second drinking contest. Uh, yeah, she gets kidnapped, but like she goes like she's clawing away, she's fighting the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's She's like not the, weak at it's all. It's the first girl power character in a movie yeah. from the 80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> girl power. <laughs> but no, you're right. That's the thing. Like You'd think, like, oh, they don't have strong... Cause it would, this, this, so the, you'd say... Okay, so would you rather... So the first one passes the Bechdel test. So maybe not De- Dr. Schneider. So I guess maybe Sean Connery's character oh. you know, is more of a character that you would compare to Marion. Yes, I would. But I'll tell you this much. I like the Sean Connery, even though you're right about the, her, her strength as a character, I think Sean Connery is a better turn on the sidekick character than just like, it's me and I this agree. gal, and we're traveling through, and we're yes. going to kiss, we're not going to kiss. I think it's funnier to have his dad, as yes. a senior citizen, nagging him the whole totally, time. Totally, but it also provides for those emotional moments, because in the end, it's just uh, a dad who is kind of absent, and it's Indy really just wanting to prove... Yeah. That motorcycle scene. Yeah, which is yeah. A, which is a cooler. He's, that's such a great look. He's when he, checking his watch. Yeah. <laughs> his son just killed and, four and, and Nazis. And he gives him that great look. Like, aren't you proud of me, Dad? Yes. Yeah. And, oh. I, and he looks over this and is like, mm. yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. It's more original. The, having Connery in it and having that be the guy he's trying to please and then went out, went over yeah. is more original because yeah. all re- even though you back then you're in the early days of the blockbuster, the whole idea of the romantic interest being the sidekick and something like, even if you had. I don't know what you would compare it to. Not like Die Hard, because Die Hard, his wife's there, and yeah. he saves her, but she's not like with him the whole trip. But there's other movies that have that. But with Connery, it's so... I've lost him. <laughs> Thanks to another emotional scene. Yes. Yeah, and it works great. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not just comedy. Just so, a minute or two. He was like, just a couple of minutes would have been fine yeah, with I my son. Yeah, so much more to say. Yeah. 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 And that's, the, that's my argument on what... When, I know I'm going against what I said I was going to do, but uh, that's why that's my argument for Crusade is you hit, like for these movies where there's a female you know there's a love interest. Die Hard's a good example. They don't end up together. 
you could easily break up with a, with your love interest, but that's your dad. You can't you can't break up with your dad. You can't break up with your dad. <laughs> well, we all know Tired of the Vengeance is a better picture anyway. <laughs> uh, we, did, we did it already on the show. Oh god. And it's categorically false that you just said that. Um Anyway, no. So you're, but you're right though. There is a thing yeah. of like it's almost like you think of it that way. As far as Die Hard goes, like uh, it's like the the unlikely duo. Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's why it works so well. You had Sam L. Jackson yeah. and you had Bruce Willis. Like whenever it's like that, that's why Midnight Runs a great buddy movie oh, because yeah. they're Midnight Runs. I love it. <laughs> hey, come on, you can love that movie. Who doesn't love I that? I don't movie? love it. Love it. Like I mean, oh, I'm, I'm obsessed. Really with, love it. I love it. I love it. I, but yeah, it's a this is my picture. Midnight Run. What we're talking about? These, these two movies are my Midnight Run. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we weren't Last talking about Indiana Jones Crusade. movies, I do would you, bring them up. Do you know Midnight Run? No. Oh, it's great. Oh. It's the best buddy movie there is. It's the most non-cheesy buddy movie there. People like Bad Boys, all this shit, uh, 48 Hours, all that. No. Midnight Run is hands down the coolest buddy movie yeah. there is and funniest. All right. Well, yeah, off, off, I off track. Make, I, I was off track, but <laughs> I had to defend myself. For, uh, for uh, Raiders. Otherwise, well, I'm not doing it. Let justice. me ask you this, Stephen. Uh, I'm sure as big a fan of the franchise as you are, you've heard the argument that uh, the Raiders of the Lost Ark would have turned out that way even without Indiana Jones being in the movie. Have you ever heard that before? No. Like the, so if was, Indiana, no, no. It was going to be Tom Selleck. It was going to be Tom. No, 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 no. I'm talking about in the I actual know, lore. I, but that would have been as good. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. I, don't th- I think you're missing the movie. Oh, You're the point of... The, oh, not, I, I know it's not... Uh, I'm t- remove Indiana Jones, the character, from the story... The Nazis eventually would have found the Ark of the Covenant. They eventually would have gotten killed. <laughs> I yeah, yeah I, I probably didn't explain it right. Ah, I see what you're saying. Like he's Indiana not Jones's effect on the movie would have you would, would, remove him. You would have gotten to the same point. The Nazis were already on the track to find uh, the what do you call it? Uh, it the staff of Ra. The, yeah, the staff of Ra. And they eventually would have gotten to Marion. They were on the track anyway. They if. Let's Indy. She probably they just would have killed her if not for Indy. We can say that. Yeah, but they would have found it anyway. They would have found the eventual Ark of the Covenant. They would have all died. And you would, without Indiana Jones, you really it doesn't really make a difference. There's one thing that almost hurts Indy even more is they don't find the real location if it weren't for Indy. Because the guy gets the burn on his hand of only one side. Correct. And they the find a smaller staff. Yeah. Yes. So Indy helps them get to the ending point. Yeah. Thanks, Indy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Indy inadvertently kills them all without trying by getting them there. But that would have happened Wait, anyway. Yeah. By them going, you mean last well, Crusade? Because they went has the, uh, the actual headpiece, so he knows, Not oh, they're look. digging in the wrong place, which is... One of the my favorite lines from the movie, uh, and uh, he finds the right location. They see him digging somewhere else, and then that's when uh, Belloc, who I think is a better villain, I'll argue, um, than uh, Walter or whatever his name is. Yeah, uh, and uh, that's when they see Indy, and they leave him in the snakes uh, right. pit right. with Marion. Oh, right. Okay. So that's how they find the right location. So that he helped them. He helped them on that one. Yeah, you're saying. Yeah, he helped them, and like (laughs) he got them to find it faster. Yeah, but what he's saying is, even if they would have kept going, they would have found it. Right. Yeah, but they wouldn't have found it though. Yeah, they would have. But he said they were digging the wrong spot. Yeah, they didn't have the headpiece. That's the only thing. But I think they would have eventually 
gotten it from. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm going. I'm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. This is so insane. If I'm doing the right. So in my basically, head. the whole point of the movie is like, oh, he saved Marion's life. Correct. Yes. Then it's not That's the it. Nazi thing. It's Correct. Like, you wonder if they're aware of that when they were writing it. I don't think so. They don't think they were. I don't think they were. I think like, that's just something you look back and you go, all right, glaring plot hole that, yeah, you know, if you like, don't suspend your release, all by a cell if you phone. take this yeah. literally, you could, yeah, yeah, you could have not had Indiana Jones be oh a factor God. in the movie whatsoever. Now, let's do this. Last Crusade, what would happen? Because the thing is this, like, he goes through all, they go through all the stuff. Uh, what if it was just left alone? Like, would anybody have they found wouldn't, it? wouldn't, no, because, it, well, you really... They needed him. They needed the Grail Diary. Right, yes. which his dad had. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't need Indy at all. <laughs> you need Indy at all. Wow. Yeah, you don't. So you don't just butts into these things. <laughs> you do. I think it's just like, well, for... Well, well, actually, well, well his yeah, thing was he wanted to go rescue his dad. That exactly. was the point. So it's a, both, both are kind of rescue movies. Yes. Because Walter Donovan's clever, and he knows that I've kidnapped the father... Uh, but he doesn't have the Grail Diary, which we need to find the Grail. The one guy who can get us that and come and do this is Indiana Jones. Right, He's got him. He'll right, save his father and probably. And then Crusade uh, uh, Raiders. It's his lust for this is the close. This represents. Every, they say it. This represents every, every reason we got into archaeology in the first place. It's his lust of chasing, finding the Ark, and uh, also an expert that's in over his head. The uh, Abner Ravenwood's missing, and they know he has the staff, the head of the staff of Ra. Hmm. Yeah. So both movies, it's an expert that's in over their head with the Nazis. Right, right, right. So yeah, yeah somebody who like who yeah who traded their morals. To, yeah. To have because have... I think in both he's like, well, I'm not an expert. The person that's missing is. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So I don't know, but you're right. So it's, it's, he's is India a big hero? Or is he just kind of guy? <laughs> I I don't think right. he means to be a hero, but that's what makes him great. But yeah, you know what I mean, fighting all these big villains. He is an archaeologist. Yes, yeah. you know he's a great action. He's a great action hero, but he's not like a. I mean, he's a personal hero for the people in his lives. But it's like, and both movies show he's a hot teacher. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Last yeah. Crusade, it's so obvious. These girls in this class are just full on. Well, their tongues are out. Ra- Raiders, the the girl takes the time to write "I love yeah, you" I on her eyelids. That. <laughs> oh, that's right! What a weird scene! Oh, I loved it. It's a heartthrob, man. Oh yeah! <laughs> if you watch it, they pan across the class. All the all the guys are just sitting there, but it's mainly girls, and they're all doing the oh, head on the hand. Yeah, yeah. You know who? Uh, you know he how he started. He was like a carpenter on like a, the movie set. Yes, and that's how he started acting. Yeah, huh. somebody just noticed him. I guess yeah. well, it wasn't American Graffiti though, was it? What was it? I was, thought that was his big breakout. That's his big breakout uh, yeah, break role. But was that. he working on that set before he was in that movie? Oh, I don't know. Little known cameo in Apocalypse Now. Yeah, he plays the, one of the generals. All right, it's not a competition. Who tells him? <laughs> <laughs> who tells him what the mission is? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, they want to talk about a great movie. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's a well, great, uh, we're talking about a slow movie, right? Slow actually, build, slow build. That's actually good. <laughs> oh, you're not being fair. <laughs> Brutal, dude. Um, yeah. All right. So, very, it was very emotional watching that Tarantino. Very I th- emotional. I think the the greatness of both these two movies is why we can't really come to a conclusion. Um, and Steve, you're big. I mean, I love. I just. 
I don't know what it is about Last Crusade that just resonates with me more. I love the father son stuff. Yes. I just I love the Grail history and like the power of the Grail and yeah. I, I the, like the riddles and just the faith and like all that stuff. I love and I so two other <laughs> two great scenes too. You could two kind of one Nazi face melting versus Nazi aging. <laughs> you oh know? yeah, yeah, exactly. I think like the face melting's become a gift that everyone uses. Yeah, like, that's a go to could- gift. Oh, yeah, you're right. right you see yeah. it all the time online. Oh, yeah. It is a little hokey because of the technology. This is me yeah, after time, 2006, 2017 yeah, election. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as, the, as the election results are coming in. Yeah. I, I, oh, sorry. No, no, no go ahead. You're I'll guest. argue best Paramount mountain transition is in Raiders. What's the transition? They have like, oh, they show the mountains? Yeah, you know, in each one, they do the mountain. Wow, this the, kid's seen these movies. <laughs> Tons of times. If you look, all four movies, they take the mountain from the Paramount Studios, and then that's the first shot of every movie. Uh, I did not. Is a mountain. Oh, wow. I got you. you. So the first one in Raiders, it's in the jungle, and that's when it pans down to them where he loses each member of his guide group. And then uh, Crusade, it's just a a uh, canyon. uh Uh-huh. Yes. Wow, you know these movies. I'm obsessed with these movies. <laughs> so if you... Okay, let me ask you this. This, this is more interesting than... Because here's the thing. Those two are the two best ones. I think you're right. I don't for think... Sure. I, nothing you said made me budge, She's but you're also option. not really fighting for it 100%. You're a crusade I've, I've guy a, more. I've, I had, I'll, it sucks because... I want to. It happens to us all the time where we're forced to fight against a movie that we love, but you just love the opponent a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. I love my opponent more, but I will say Crusade couldn't have been what it was. Forget that there are sequels of of like. There's a shorthand to it. Yeah, he's he's already that Raiders. Yeah, but you like there's the fact that Crusade is Raiders. Just they added more to it. I I agree. Maybe that's what it is for me too. It's all the that's fun of, the of movie. amazingness of of Raiders, but they're like, it's almost like if they if they were like, hey, what if we did Raiders again? What would we change? Correct. And I that's, agree with that. Oh, I and can they see that. Fixed, yeah, it's just a fixing of Raiders. The Nazis again, like you said, the Nazis thing. again. And I like you know they don't. Wait, maybe we don't need a love interest. Maybe we can change that instead of this damsel thing. Uh, but I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. A huge yeah. fan. Now let me ask you this because you're such a huge fan of the movies. Yes. If they came out with another one which they think they might be doing. I've heard they might. I've heard rumors. Uh, what as a, as a huge fan what do you think it should be? Time period is obviously going to be which, 70s. Which sucks which be, you know, he's, he's, because the Nazis are just a cl- classic bad guy. Like the Russians, said in 2019, we got Nazis again, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe that's it. Time traveling, and he's traveling down to Charlottesville. Yeah. Yeah, he's also 112 and 15 years old. Um, I I've never thought about uh, artifact, but here's one thing I've desperately wanted. I wanted it in the fourth. Is I wanted him to have to deal with a giant snake. Oh, like a big snake, uh, not yeah, just a bunch of little ones. A giant snake. Like an anaconda situation. <laughs> I'm talking like Harry Potter level. Oh, like if a you're mystical. Gonna, if you're gonna, like, I mean, if you have the magic of artifacts and what they can do, like a giant snake guarding something. Oh, yeah. that'd be cool. Because his biggest fear... He hates him. He's, a, he's terrified of them. I want to see him face his fear tenfold. All right. That's good. That'd be good. That'd be a good way to... 
almost like end the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> That's the big battle. Like, he takes care of the humans first, and then there's like, he's walking home, like, there's a huge snake on the I on the always road. wanted to see him fight a huge snake. I think that would be great. They haven't really done that. It's just kind of like an added thing that he's afraid yes. of snakes. But it's such a famous thing. Because yes. he's so great and charismatic saying it that people are like, he hates snakes. Like, you remember it from Yeah. That, you know? Favorite uh, line, Stephen? Oh, man. Too many for you? Too, I, like, I love... Uh, I did. I went through uh, Raiders for my favorite line, and I would say it's it's probably in the beginning when they're in the booby trap room with the idol, and uh, his guide says, "There's nothing here to fear," and he goes, "That's what scares me." Oh, oh. that's a good great line. line. It's a great line. Yeah, it's very hard to pick. I love. Uh, yeah, no tickets. Great. Um. I, I the uh, comic relief moment. I, I do. I do love. Her. She talks in her sleep, and then, oh, and then yeah. Harrison Ford's look of like, oh, we both fucked her Eskimo <laughs> brothers with my dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. There's there's so much good. Oh no, a great line. Uh, all I have to do is sque- all I have to do is scream. Squeeze. All I have to do is scream. Yes, that's yeah. a great one. That's a good one. Uh, it, if the, uh, goose stepping morons like you would do yeah. reading books instead of burning them. Yes. Yeah, but. It, the other, the other weird part is this: like, she's so much more badass when you first meet her with him. Like when they're when they're getting the information from him, and then they leave him there to die. Her and him and his dad, and then then when everybody's burning the book, she's crying. Well, because she does make. I think she did fall in love with him, but she's also uh, a doctor. Her right? interest is in the Grail, not the Nazi party. She yeah. is just trying to get to the Grail. Yeah. Whatever's going to get her to the Grail. Oh uh, yeah, and I think she's still hurt that she had to betray him. Like she did fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it really is like National Treasure because there's like blonde expert in that. Whoa, it really is. It, it influenced the Uncharted uh, games. Oh, tons. Because like there's references to the movies in the games. Oh, really? It, it influenced Pitfall. The game Pit- Pitfall. Huh. Oh, my God, that's so funny. All right, flip test. If you had to, uh, do you, or we have a flip test here. If it's on, uh, are you stuck watching? Like if you can't just now, you can't turn it off. Mm. Crusade, I have to keep on. Did you just fall asleep? No, <laughs> you fucking. <sighs> I did not. I have what the hell was that? You don't have status. Nothing to do. We just look. You, your head dipped. I have sleep apnea. That has nothing I to do with sleep. I don't get enough sleep. <laughs> uh, for me, I'll turn off Raiders, but I, I, I have a hard time flipping I, away from Crusade. I, I would same. You. You'll turn off. You won't turn off Raiders. You will. I will. You, Crusade passes. Crusade. I have. Well, the the I'm flip stuck. test is, is is flip back. So you're going by. Yeah, oh, and I go. Oh, oh, Crusade. You go well, back to both. But if I oh okay. see Crusade, I go back. Uh, Raiders, I don't. Oh, I've always pa- I've always thought of the flip test as oh now I'm just stuck watching this movie. Because well, it could be either way. But what okay. I'm saying is it's like what trumps what. All right, so, Sleepy. Raiders has got to be like certain key parts. If that's on when I turn it to it, I'm like, okay, I'll keep it on. But Crusade, any part, yeah, I, just, exactly. I, I keep it on. Totally. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like if, I, if I'm, yeah, if well, Raiders go certain commercial point. and I find something else on, I'll stay away. I'll always go back to Crusade. The only sucky part of Crusade is the wolf. <laughs> if he's Scottish and I'm Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that one. If he's a Scottish lord, then I'm Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, the it's so funny. Like Sean, Sean, Sean Connery must be like like 112 at this point. Like he, he's I know my favorite old. line of, Crus- of Crusade is uh, 
when they say, oh, if Brody's got the map, we'll find him. The hell you will. He knows every day language. Starts, knows, yeah. He's got a three. Does anyone here speak language. English? Does anybody understand a word? I'm like, yeah, Ben Holm Elliott. He was great, man. Yeah. That is a great part of the car. He's oh, great. Man. He's, he's, he was in uh, Trading Places, too, remember? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Arthur. Arthur or He's something? in a lot of great movies. Yeah, he yeah. died not too long after. He died in like 92. Of AIDS. All right. Was, I'm, I'm just saying that's it's true. This wasn't sleep apnea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it really is. I have a bad sleep apnea. I don't apnea. doubt that at all. <laughs> and I've been like, when I get comfortable, I just start zone. I just start passing out. <laughs> It wasn't well, you guys. It was you. like I'm like I'm like we're having. Yeah, I'm I like, thought we were bringing it. Hey. We were. It's a rainy day. I'm, it's out a there. rainy day. It's relaxing in here. It's my friends. Combined with the apnea. <laughs> yeah, I full on lately. I have to go to the we doctor. We didn't pass my test though. I probably have it too. Well, yeah, if I didn't pass, if you didn't pass my flip test. <laughs> if it's you guys talking, I'll flip right back. <laughs> uh, but Steve, thanks so much. Thanks uh, yeah, for whenever. Me. No problem, man. Uh, it's it's one of those where we both put the uh, the. Yeah, the I'm question sorry, out there online, it was like everybody's just so torn. You have so many people going. It's not even a fucking question for both. You go, yeah, Crusade is a far better film. No, fuck you, Raiders. It's just so many people are torn people, on this. Which is well, why I, I put it out, when we put it online. I put, with defending movie. It was account, literally fifty fifty, and people were. Uh, Incensed that I asked the question. Yeah, exactly. But then you get both, both answers, ways. right? <laughs> like, yeah, you know, Sean, I'm disappointed, and you should know better. It's this, and then the next person, what are you in your mind? It's this, like, yeah. you know, it's just it, nonstop. But for me, I always Last Crusade always maybe also because I saw Last Crusade in the theaters. I didn't Could see uh, Raiders in the theaters. Yeah, I mean, I was ten when Crusade happened, so that was probably my first introduction, and then I went back and watched the movies. Yeah. Uh, I don't really remember I can't you know what I, that might that time might not it might not be right because I remember my dad and I loving like no I remember watching Table it? of Doom was it 90? 89 89 I had yeah. no outside influence I watched them in order in my house <laughs> like my dad under locking key <laughs> yeah my dad never told me which one he liked more until we had after we watched them all, and he was a Crusade guy too. I yeah, was. my dad. I think loves Crusade. I think, like you said, I think you were like it, it's like they were given license to redo Raiders, and they're yeah. like, "This is how we should yeah. do it." And it's more interesting. It's also it go like like we just said, like it's a more interesting version of the same movie. I think. Also, can you imagine having to go through all that chaos with your father? You know what I right. mean? Exactly. Yeah. Like that's something we can all. I mean. It's like I'm talking about baggage on a trip. With, yes. with, you know, like, like he's he's beating up Nazis and his dad's just like yeah, fitting around. The best is when when he sees Denholm Elliott. What's his name in the movie again? Marcus Brody. Yeah, yeah. Marcus Brody. And they and he's like Marcus, what are you doing here? And he does that like that that like hand not oh, a handshake yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Ancestry resuscitation. Yeah, they take the time during the battle. Yeah, their handshake. She's my Nazis. I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. Yes. Uh, May the birds in the sky. And so I, I think, I think we're all, we didn't convince ourselves to like. Uh, I think we're all just crusade guys. But I you know what it is. Tried. You seem like you seem like you're messing up when you do it because the other one's the first one. Yeah, I know. Say that normally you'd be like, "What are you crazy?" Almost like with uh, Die Hard and, and, and Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, yeah. like, I, but, but that really to me, the first one kills it for, yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. But like, yeah, uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. But I think in this one, it's crazy that a not even a second a. Third one, a yeah. third one, never is the best one out of out of the world, out of the universe of it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. thank you for doing it. What do you want to plug there, buddy boy? Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at not Steve Rogers and uh, StevenRogersComedy.com. And uh, I got a podcast called Panic Attacking that comes out every Monday. This will come out Friday. Are you anywhere this weekend? Uh, I'm at uh, the Helium in Buffalo. Very nice. Yeah. Nice. And Andrew Fiore. I'll be at the cellar all weekend, and you can find my tour dates at andyfiore.com. You can listen to my radio show on SiriusXM, uh, The Raw Report, every Thursday at 4 p.m. We go live, uh, Raw Dog 99. And, uh, yeah, I got some road dates coming up in Jersey, New York next weekend. Uh, so hit me up, Andy Fury, on all social. I am at Shawnee Time on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Sean Donnelly Comedy dot com. On, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I will be at, the, this weekend I'll be at New York Comedy Club and the Comedy Cellar. And the following week I'll be at, uh, in Wilkesbury, I'll be at the Mohegan Sun. Uh, Wisecrackers, which is a really fun club. And if you're in the area, I'll mention it again. Come on out if you're in the area. Thanks so much, guys, and we'll see you next week. As always, please rate and subscribe and hit us up at Defend Your Movie on Twitter. We're very interactive with it, and you guys are great voicing your opinions. Please, we'd love to see all that stuff. So let us know what your uh, thoughts on the Raiders Crusade battle was. And uh, until next time, bye, Defenders. We'll see you next week. Bye, Defenders! <laughs> <laughs>